0: I mean there we go fuck man that was a long day my friends 8.30 started the day at 8.30 pulling out of the office at 5.30 I guess that's not that long I mean that's a a standard day for most people right 9 to 5 8 to 4 something like that but uh I was supposed to be out at 3 o'clock today, or earlier, hopefully. But it just, they kept calling and piling on and squeezing in, and the day went pretty well. Uh, there was, um, I was solo. I don't know if I mentioned this, not that you give a shit, but I had some staffing issues, uh, whereby I have an evening staff member who's, who's with me from like 4 p.m. on. So that's great. Emily, she's awesome. And my other staff member, Angie, is going to be coming back to cover the daytime after the Memorial, not Memorial Day, fucking Labor Day. So two awesome uh, friends that uh, understand the mission and love the patients, and we get along great and all that. So uh, I just haven't had that for the past couple weeks, you know, it's part of the fucking, the pandemic, just the way things are, everybody's trying to figure out what's what, well, when we closed down, some of my staff lost their jobs, and then when we got authorization, it was safe enough to come back, and now it's busy, busier than perhaps I've ever been, we need them to come back, and they're willing to come back, and been able to put it to, put it together so but today I was alone and most of the week at least during the the up to up until about four o'clock I was alone so makes for some hard work there's also some advantages to that because you know you can just move quicker sometimes just on your own <clears throat> But it's appropriate that I have some staff full time for him to be this busy and expect to do it however gracefully. Look at this guy's got himself an e-bike. Pretty fancy. I wonder if it's my friend. It's pretty fancy. He's got a fucking nice helmet. And oh it's got a it's not an e-bike. That's a damn got an engine on it. Looks like Pee Wee Herman's bike. Got a big frickin' uh Cargo thing on the back. And the guy's wearing work boots. Driving. Now he's looking, he's putting in fucking gear now. I wanna see this dude take off. Come on, let's see that fucking thing. Hit the gas, bro. Okay, yeah, guys wearing a helmet, that's cool. So uh <clears throat> yeah, so it was a long day helped a lot of people, definitely fulfilling, and I'm fucking tired. I barely squeezed in lunch, but it was a good day. Um, Something, a topic that I've covered before on the chiropractic side, you know, quite often I'm dealing with shit. I'm fielding complaints that people have about some chiropractor or who the fuck knows, I got a bunch of patients that just joined, that just came over from another doctor, a friend of mine, and uh, I'm happy to help him out and take care of them and so that's up my visit count weekly, <coughs> and I got a bunch of patients who are going to be hopefully returning as soon as they feel the coast is clear and we get beyond this COVID thing. But I got, I'm fielding. I field complaints about other chiropractors. So <clears throat> I had a rant a while back about healthcare, and periodically, you know, bellyache about insurance companies and stuff. Insurance companies are a fucking racket. All right, that's for damn sure. One of these days, I'll grow some balls and I'll just start a cash practice. And but insurance can be lucrative. I had a woman come in today who was a patient from way back, but she moved and she's about forty minutes away, I guess lives in schwanksville so during traffic during the day with traffic thirty forty five minutes maybe maybe and she was going to some to some chiropractor in her vicinity who does the whole spiel? I mean, I'm familiar with it because my first job, I kind of worked for a piece of shit at a, a place as a mill, where you, the patient comes in, they you know do an exam, take X-rays, do this little scanner thing, and then they do this thing called the report of findings, where you basically say, okay, this is what I think's going on and this is your spine, look at the x-rays, look at how fucked up they are, how crooked you are, and the good news is this can be fixed, and then, you know, here's the bill, how would you like to pay that? If you pay it all now, you get a discount for paying you know, for all these cumulative visits that you definitely need this course of treatment, and it's. she said it was like $3,000. She's like, I'm a single mom. I can't afford $3,000. This is for her son who's like 18. Um, Said, I can pay as I go. They just, okay, well, she didn't fall for that. She can't afford that. She didn't fall for that. So she's going to pay her copay, however much per visit after all. And it's just like, I've heard this story, this this song and dance so many times. (coughs) And I've experienced it once again at the um, at my first place of of employment where that was what it was like this big sale like this is what we're going to do and it made me reflect upon that I'm looking at this woman I'm just saying well I'm sorry to hear that but she's talking about how you know, they're playing like, you know, I said it's almost like kind of religious. She goes, yeah, when we walked out after they, they had us come in and they're like, oh, well, when you come for your report of findings, you know, you're going to watch this video and um, we're going to talk to you. Bring some family members because we want them to experience what you're, you know, they're going to want to hear about this and this, this whole sale where, you, you know, you need to draft other people in for care that they don't need. And listen, I'm not saying that there's a facet of chiropractic care and alternative medicine where people just do it in order to maximize their health and feel good and increase their performance. And, you know, we do have a lot of cumulative stress. It's good for you. I believe that what I do, even in the absence of pain or dysfunction, it can be helpful. There's a lot of physical shit that we store in our bodies. So it's, it's the real deal. But when you drive it down people's throats and you make it into like a religious following, there are consequences to that. You might make a shit ton of money and have a house on the hill and, you know, have a a big waiting list practice and you might do a lot right and help people. But she said, it's like five minutes, the adjustments are like five minutes and they use this Instrument which I'm sure is an activator or whatever the fuck it is, and people just they that's not what they're there for chiropractic. Chiropractic is hands on healing, yeah, it's a beautiful profession because people can do things different ways and accomplish a similar result. I mean, people use full spine diversified techniques where you experience the crack, and then there are people who practitioners who use an instrument and or a lower force technique or maybe they specialize in muscle work or there's a lot of things that can be done but you know and it all doesn't have to be done my way you know I'm sure I, I have a process that I think is good and safe and effective and thorough And but there's probably some things that I don't do so well I'm sure in fact I'm certain there are in terms of the way that I manage my practice or the way that I operate, um, you know, it could be better. I could be a better businessman. I could charge more um, for the, the work and the duration that I spend with my patients. I, um, I feel like I've got, you know, I say, use the term empath, which you hear that, you'll hear that term thrown around. Oh, well, I'm an empath. And I read the other day somebody suggested that that's like you say that you declare that you're an empath. Well then, you must be um, arrogant or a narcissist. Like I can feel what other people can't feel, but I am. You know, like anybody who's in healthcare and, and has been around for a while and is actually good at it, you have to have a big heart. You have to be the type of person that makes, you know that that makes it your business, literally and figuratively, to to help people. Like it's hard and to be genuine about it it takes a certain type of person not everyone is is cut out for being uh, a doctor or a clinician because it takes a certain amount of selflessness I like to fucking be there for people I mean everybody does but I really like to be there for people um, and I think that the people who are running their business the way that I'm describing even though they're spending five minutes with their patients and and some of the methods that they use are boiled down to being bullshit, Um, I think that on some level, they really believe what they're doing, that, that it's helping people. And I think along the way, they do help a lot of people. But there's a line that they cross, and just... It's like being a religious zealot. You you bought your own bullshit, so you don't, there's nothing wrong with you doing, it's like being a, a politician, you know, Donald Trump, in his mind, there's no question that he is correct, that he is infallible, and that he'll never admit to in, doing anything wrong, you know, it, really, and that's, look at the position I've talked about the positions that he takes and how it's like, oh, nothing, no, never happened. Uh, uh, I'm a success without a doubt. I'm never wrong. Uh, Everything is good. Everything is great. Uh, Look at all the great things we've done. So a little bit of humility can go a long way. And anyway, I'm just flabbergasted whenever somebody comes to me and tells me that there are still practices out like this. She said it's like a revolving door. This patient said it's like a revolving door, in and out. They use this little doinky thing that, um, and they feed you a line of bullshit about your problems that that you have that don't necessarily need to be corrected. You know, I can look at anybody who's listening. I can look at your X-rays, and I can tell you. Well, this is a little bit. There's a little bit of a curvature here, and maybe some arthritis, and maybe uh, a little bit of a forward head carriage. You see that, and, you know? But are you doing these X, ex- taking these X-rays to to really gather clinical information that you can use to help this person, or are you taking it to show them how fucked up they are and how much they need you? And I've been on the inside of some of these places, and I've, you know. I have I never, you know, told people you know, I was never a part of that. But it was a, it was a method that my boss and his cronies would use, like, oh look at this, like an X ray, oh my god. Well they really need this, so oh, they're gonna need uh three times a week for ten weeks. So everybody gets the same deal and they're talking about three months programs and a year and this is how much it is and if you pay it now then there's a discount. You're a fucking liar. And you're not selling widgets, man. This is like the other day when I was talking about sales. We're not... I mean, there is a difference, but when you're dealing with somebody's health, I think that it is preposterous. It is a terrible thing if you, if you would treat that like it's some commodity, it's some product. You're really trying to care for somebody. Health care... If you're really trying to make a difference in this person's life and give them, um, you know, reduce their pain and improve their quality of life, to to behave as though it is just some other product that we're moving, that we're pulling off of the shelf, like a widget. Here, take another one of these, you know. Take two and call me in the morning, you know. I think that that is scumbaggery. It, there is a difference. I think that, you know, on that sales note, there is a difference between, in my opinion, between somebody's, somebody's health and a you know, an addition you're putting on your house or uh, getting your oil changed in your car or uh, buying food or clothing. I mean, well, I mean, food maybe not. Food is on the same level. Because it's it's something that we need. It's something we need physiologically. You know, we don't need the new fancy outfit or 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 the, the new crazy fucking Air Jordans. You know, we need footwear, we need clothing, but we don't need fucking uh, Armani suits and shit like that. That's frivolous, that's extra. We don't need all the gadgetry we get from Amazon. Not all of it. Some of it we do. But essential needs, health is one of the things. To me, it's just to me, it's a sacred area, it's a sacred space where it should be free of of scumbaggery. And I hate to hear uh, that there are places like this, like some sort of super center where everybody is is sold the same line of bullshit. But again, it is like the pastor who, um, who yeah, you know, he's not scamming you, selling you uh, you know his little cross or or you know doing some televangelist crap. Or you need to send us your money so that we can do this. It it's not a, like a an eight hundred number or an infomercial gadget, it's QVC some shit like that that we're talking about this is somebody's health, but when that, when you're on, when you're working on QBC and you're selling the, you know, this new bracelet, or, um, uh, Halloween, or Christmas, uh, decor, you're just selling, you, you just become something that you were at one with, and if you're a really good salesperson, then you just, you can move it, you go, oh, look at this, it's a really, this is, a uh, our, um, this new shiny decor for Christmas. This is a Chris Kringle climbing up and down the ladder. It's an, uh, it's uh, live action, uh, such and such. And look at this. It's really made out of the finest. It's a very high quality product. It'll last you for many years. And look at how straight the ladder is. And look at Kris Kringle's beard. Look, it, can, it, it, it repels stains. And he, uh, you can feed Kris Kringle milk and cookies. And no crumbs. And it's just, you're just fucking spinning and talking and selling junk. Don't treat health like it's crap. Like it's some bullshit in a shiny package that you can just sell like it's a widget. Because it's not. I don't know, I just think some things should be sacred. Also on the healthcare note. Um, I had a patient, I've been taking care of this patient, and uh, sent me an email yesterday It said, you know, you're really, I feel like you're, you're really intuitive, you, you kind of, you have a real great way with people, and I feel comfortable telling you things that I don't share with anybody, and I appreciate that. And uh, followed up and said, well, my my back isn't feeling as good as I'd like it to feel after however many, you know, visits, weekly visits. Well, it wasn't anything crazy. Patients coming in maybe once a week. But, you know, and, uh, it's just a, a philosophical conversation I'm, I'm having here with myself about like I've thought for a very long time that under many circumstances, the just the value of a conversation or being there for somebody or listening to somebody is multiples more valuable than an adjustment, anything physical that I would do. Any pill procedure or office visit that can be rendered Somebody caring for another person, uh, hearing what they have to say, uh, taking the time to really kind of tap into what they're, what's going on in their life, asking about their family and their friends and their job and their, their weekend. And I, I spend a lot of time doing that. And so anytime somebody tells me about five minutes, oh, yeah, I spend five minutes with, with the patient. I've had consultants tell me that, like you're spending too much time with the patients. They don't need that, you know. And that's a bullshit line that they 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 tell themselves and everyone else. It's a bullshit line. Some bullshit that they they sell and they even freaking um, they believe it. But that's fraudulent. That's no, not the way to be anyway it was very it was simultaneously uplifting when somebody expresses to me that you really made a difference in my life in a lot of ways, but it's a bummer when you know they're not feeling the improvement that they that they would like uh, like the physical treatment is not meeting their expectations or they're not getting better. look it happens i'm um, think I'm quite good at what I do but I'm no miracle worker and this particular patient has a lot going on and is depressed about it but I'm happy to help in any capacity I basically said in response to this email well it means a lot to me that that you feel that we have this connection and you know, I'm sincere about what I'm you know my efforts in trying to help you and I'll do anything I can to tweak, change uh, my approach but I've been throwing the kitchen sink at it and I'll be happy to talk to you about other options and so on and so forth that's just the right thing to do as a, as a doctor, as a clinician I think so I was happy to feel to, you know, to, to have that conversation And it, to me, it indicates that it's patients put, picking up what I'm putting down, that I care. Sometimes I'm saying to myself, holy shit. Like, depending upon the mood, the how the day's going, whatever. I have bad days too, right? I can't wait for that day to end, get to the weekend. As I've described, I never used to be that type of person. And I still, when I'm in it, in the moment, uh, hell, you know, being a doctor is very meditative it's very um, it's like the zen of of chiropractic care being in that moment with the patient, really caring doing everything you can, listening putting a plan together, evolving the plan uh, and usually things go very well as i have said before feel very fortunate to be in a profession where people come to you in some pain now they're not sick necessarily but they have a physical malady something that you can help them with let's say and that's what i focus on i focus on taking care of and treating managing physical dysfunction somatic dysfunction Joint dysfunction, hypertonic muscles, mechanical problems. I'm like a body mechanic. That's how I feel about chiropractic. I'm cool with it ending right there. Like, you need to move better. I'm going to make you move. The reason why you're in pain is because your joints are locked up, your muscles are tight. I'm going to fix that. So, somebody comes into you in pain, typically they leave feeling great. I mean, that's one thing that I, I... that's the goal. How, how was that? Fantastic. Outstanding. You know, what can I do to serve this patient? Give them a feel-good adjustment. Get them moving better. Send them out with a smile on their face. That leaves you feeling really fucking good. And it's genuine, you know? So... Sometimes there are days when I'm like you, you know, this particular patient's a pain in my ass and there's nothing I can do to make that person happy. That bothers me. And there are myriad things that, you know, that could occur from just a patient having a very complicated case and having an unrealistic expectation about how much progress they can make with chiropractic uh, to insurance issues, where whatever. You know, they're just not. Um, you know, there are things that can go wrong. But usually things go very right, and we have a positive environment in my office, and it feels good to come and go to work every day. I feel like I'm doing good work but I remain a highly sensitive individual in as much as sometimes I care too much. Like this morning I had a guy whom I love, but he's like second patient of the day. He's like, hey, doc, I'm 10 minutes late. And text messaged me. I said, okay, man, this is not a good day for that. We're We're booked back to back and I'm alone. So... He's like, oh, okay, you know. He comes in and explains that there was traffic, and yeah. Then I, as I'm leaving the office, yeah, it was cool. He came in, we got it done. The thing is, when you're trying to render the best possible care, I know these people on a personal level. I would never want to somebody to come in, and, and ha- I would have to squander that time or I would have to rush through an adjustment because whatever. Because I was late or they're late. Now both things can and will happen. But oh that that puts me it really burns my britches when when someone is um, you know like I don't have the time to to commit to something. We had to render an adjustment, you know, shoot the shit do an orthotic fitting and I had a half hour to do that and the next patient, their patient was lined up so I'm imagining things going wrong and people not making on time and um, and me not being able to, to do my absolute best to help these folks now if I was just doing some mechanical you know uh, task, performing some you know Important to an industry, some task in, in, inherent to an industry, but not a, a anything that's going to make or break. Well, I could just rush it, and I could push it, and maybe I could get by, and okay, I'm gonna have to work harder now because we got a deadline. But with, when you're dealing with people, you can't afford to have, uh, can't afford to be rushing around. They will feel it, you will feel it you know, if I'm stressed, they're going to pick up on that, and I'm going to, it could ruin my day, it could really rain on our parade, so, you know, we worked, we, we worked around, and we got through today, accomplished the mission, and I just, it was a good day, it was busy helping people, and now I got a couple days off, and I'm going to start my A&P teaching next week. And you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot when you're trying to it, it it's tough being the type of person I think most people are like this, very conscientious, you know, you wanna you wanna do a good job. And there's nothing better than meeting someone's expectations, whether it's whether it's with a you know helping them resolve their their pain and their physical condition, helping restore their health, guide them on that path, or carving a friggin' parrot out of a piece of cedar and having somebody hand you that money and saying, oh my God, that's beautiful, I love it. Both the things happen today, or just having the confidence saying saying to somebody, hey, I'm going to be the person to help you. I had somebody come in last night, she I, I misscheduled her, I fucked up She's supposed to be on the schedule at 6.30 I put her in at 5.30 Just because I'm frazzled And I'm alone So she said uh, uh, We called her, I was like, where is this patient? Complaining about her absence Figured she forgot or stood us up or something And she goes, oh She, uh, she called her, my front desk called her And she goes, oh, I'm supposed to be in at 6.30 I, don't, I, I work until whatever like oh shit and I looked at the email that I exchanged with her and I complained um, alright I complained I looked at it and I said oh shit that was my fault she did say she can't come in until 6.30 so we initially initially scheduled her out one week and then I said you know what call her back up and see if we can get her on the schedule I'll, I'll stay till 7.30 do whatever you can do And when she came in, I said, uh, I want you to know, you know, kidding around, but serious in another sense, that I want you to know that I'm the guy who screwed up your appointment. Like I was trying to communicate, and now I'm making it right. So that's what we did. Anyway, just kibitzing about work. I'm home, pulling into the driveway. I'm fucking tired. I'm hungry, and uh, life is largely good, but it's pretty stressful in these days of uh, these times of COVID-19. This weekend, I like to get some carving done. I like to get some work done around the house. I like to get organized for my teaching. I like to spend some good quality time with my family, my dog. Get some exercise in. And just regroup. You know, I, I will say this, and I mentioned it throughout the week. I felt like I had a lot of energy this week. There was something going on last week. I was just trying to do all the right things. Good food, good, you know, hydration. Mentally, I felt like I was in in the game, but I was tired. I was fucking exhausted. So now... uh I had a really good week, and I felt like I had a surplus of energy, and I completed all my tasks, so I gotta find out whatever that was, and do more of it, because I'm gonna need all the energy I have, and I anyway, I hope you guys had a good day, hope you're enjoying the podcast, I'll try to keep it a little bit lighter, but I wanted to address this freaking kooky chiropractor shit, because it pissed me the fuck off. <laughs>